want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Big story this week. Um, bust with the audio a little bit. Big story this week. Someone died, and I'm sure you're all aware of it. Just going to get it out there. Wally Safford, former Prince bodyguard and dancer, dead at 63. Wally Safford. He performed in the Purple Ones Revolution Band and appears in the Girls and Boys video. They have a picture of him? I think I know who it is. Yeah. He's a big hillbilly-looking dude, Chip? Nah. Is that guy? Oh, R.I.P. I know. He had another body body man, though. Body man? <laughs> he was like a big redneck. Looked like a pro wrestler. There's like a video. You ever seen the video of uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, and uh, James Brown playing together? Mm-mm. When they bring Prince on stage, this big redneck's carrying Prince on his back. Okay. Yeah. Comes charging in, full steam. Ah. <sighs> That's a funny video. And then Prince falls into the crowd. Kicking it in heaven. Anyway, I guess we could talk about someone else who died this week if you want. Not as big a name as Wally. Speaking of which, big news. Wally coming to Criterion. (laughs) 4K. 4K. I'm buying it for Katie. The 4K version? first Criterion. No. Just the Blu-ray. This is going to be the gateway into Criterion for a bunch of people. For Katie. Yeah, next, she's getting this, but then next she's going to get some Tarkovsky films. Some, yeah, Le Circle Rouge. Probably Stalker. Katie's going to get into Michael Haneke. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that's not really funny if you don't know Katie. The idea of her getting into, like, Michael Haneke films. I uh, keep hearing about Michael The Haneke. Apu trilogy. What, what about him? I keep, like, hearing about him in different circumstances, like on two or three different podcasts, and then in person people have brought him up, and I'm like, I should just watch his movies then. Uh, the only one I've seen is Funny Games, the original, not the remake. Yeah. It's okay. I kind of want to watch, I'm, I'm interested in Benny's video. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything about that one. What happens? Uh, I think he's videotaping people's houses while they're not there. Hmm. It's pretty funny. Sounds like a day in the life, to be honest. Move. Like, you know that scene in Lost Highway where uh, um, little man in the wheelchair rolls up? I know he's got a... He's a, he's a, is it Robert Blake? No, I don't know. Anyway, little man in the wheelchair rolls up to uh, Pullman and he's like... Uh, Bill Pullman and he's like... I'm in your house. Now give me back my phone. Is it? I I thought it was the van. I don't go where I'm not welcomed. Oh, okay. That scene? Very funny. Yeah. They had many, many conversations just like that one. Strangers at bars. Yeah, I gotta watch. I wanna watch Lost Highway again. It's a good movie. Anyway, let's get... We're burying the lead here. Then Lizzie, Queen Liz, is been compromised to a permanent end mm-hmm. by old age. Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. Oh, what, what, what kind of conspiracy? It would be funny if Barack came back for <laughs> one. Uh, let me be clear. Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. What kind of consp- conspiracy theories do you think people are putting forward like... Uh, Charles had her assassinated. I hope so. I mean, it's really unbelievable that someone hurt that young would die. Charles was just sick of waiting. Yeah. He's like, God, when will you... When will you die? To quote a different Morrissey song. That one's about Margaret Thatcher. Well, he was thinking of a different artist. He had, like... You know, he's thinking about being king, and he's thinking, like... Can't hardly wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I saw some funny takes. Uh, you know, I'll I saw a lot of. King tomorrow, tonight. Yeah. 
I will kill my mom. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, when I saw that you died, this is going to sound a little weird. Mm -hmm. I felt oddly patriotic. (laughs) You know, say what you want about America. You know, I have my feel. I don't, you know, I'm not in love with America. But, uh, God, just thank God we don't have a monarchy. A stupid, useless symbol of power that actually does nothing. It's just a country making pretend that, like, oh, we've got king and queen. It's so cool. They don't do jack shit and they're millionaire- billionaires. Yeah. I watched some coverage from NBC about it. They just sit it. around putting on jewelry and then they make billions of dollars and we all kiss their ass. Mm-hmm. Then they get popular Netflix shows based on their lives. Yeah, and then they molest children. Billion dollars. Do love the pictures going out of uh, the queen hanging out on the porch of like her cabin, and then Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell on the same porch. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, let me get that going for you. Maybe we'll make this the uh, the art for the episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The idea of an American person being bummed is pretty ridiculous. Oh, but I saw some hilarious r- tweets about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, it's like a side-by-side, like, oh, there they are on the same damn porch. And you can tell the one on the right is much older. Yeah. <laughs> what are we looking at here? Huh? Is it, was, what's was the, the point of that? What do you mean? To be like, hey, here's... I mean, is is that the same place? It's gotta be. Uh, look at Jeffrey Epstein's pants. He's wearing, like, big old cargo... Those are... They're massive, mate. <laughs> yeah. His pants he are massive. He looks like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Uh, anyone listening here uh, remembers professional wrestler Jeff Hardy, the pants he wears are the same pants that Jeff Epstein... Jeff Epstein Hardy is wearing. At least one of our listeners remembers. But, okay, yeah, so he's wearing huge pants. You think maybe, to go with what I was saying, Charles, who his good friend Charles, <laughs> we'll talk about those in a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, those cool shoes. Uh, maybe Charles was like, Jeffrey, mate, you got, you already got some pants that are massive. And he just misunderstood. He didn't understand the lingo, so he just got the biggest pants he could. Not, like, the most <laughs> impressive pants, you know? Did you see... Uh, this is unreal. The picture of George Clanton. Like, he was, like, modeling a new shirt, and his pants are, like, tripling over. They're so fucking big. He does wear some of the biggest pants <laughs> I've ever seen. I'm, like, disgusted. Like, I'm, like, distracted <laughs> from, like, what he's trying to advertise because these pants are just... Yeah. Let's like, just hope... Trip, like a tripping hazard, for sure. I just hope 100% Electronica never starts uh, making pants as merch. Yeah. Let's keep it at the really big shirts. Um, But, what the hell? Oh, yeah, I ended up watching some NBC coverage of the Queen because this is going to sound weird. I was at work, and I was working on something, and my boss left his phone playing youtube on the on the table next to me and he was like off doing something else and i just i was like well i don't want to touch this so i guess i'll just listen see what's up and it's just like a parade of people crying talking about how she was like their mommy yeah my yeah it's just like, like my mom she was 30 100 years she was 300 years old just like my old mom and you know, just like, just like Andrew, I too have a, a bit of a, a, a running with the law. Like what? Well, I can't get into it, but oh, okay. Um, but I'm not allowed at the uh, the local the local prep school, you know. <laughs> not since I tried to freelance do gym teaching there. <laughs> You don't even have to pay me. Yeah. Just uh, turn off the cameras. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, I nicked the lesson plan from the, the actual gym teacher. 
I, I tied him up, left him in the the showers with the water on, so he's <laughs> passed out from the steam. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing a lesson plan and holding a hostage, so it's like you're gonna let me teach this class. I just want to show them how to get their booties popped. I mean, how to get their <laughs> listen. Massive. I love that clip of Joe Biden. Like she's just like my mom, man. <laughs> yeah, remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I think the whole queen. Which you know, he's not wrong. If the dad is Prince Andrew, mm. if you think about the age difference. Joe was born when she was like 14. Mm. That's perfect for Prince Andrew. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it's the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think maybe, I don't know, you know how like uh, mentally ill girls like to be be calling uh, singer songwriters mommy? Yeah. Courtney Love, mommy. Yeah, maybe Courtney Love rules. That's my new that's my new boutique opinion. Maybe Queen was the original like she kind of predated that whole movement and people were like Queen's my mom, Queen's mommy. Yeah. They see her on the TV and they just can't help but say mommy. Maybe it's funny when British British sweethearts die like when Jimmy Savile died. Yeah, who is that again? Jimmy, you know who Jimmy Savile is. He's the the guy he was like the British Mr. Rogers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We have talked. We've talked about this. Yeah. This gentleman. Have I talked about the the like the? I watched the documentary and they show like the news footage, and it's like, Jim, he was a class act, wasn't he? What a guy. We're all gonna miss you, Jim. <laughs> you were the man. And then it's like two weeks later, Jimmy Savile. It's now come to light, molested four hundred children, which uh between the years nineteen fifty to two thousand and eight. I want to like a week later they're tearing down his headstone. <laughs> I like to imagine a training day scenario in which Jimmy Savile is uh, Denzel Washington and Mr. Rogers is Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> in which Jimmy Savile showing him the ropes. But and he's when he's like uh, I pimp to pimp, player to player. <laughs> uh oh, I'm with a new girl every night. The creepiest line Jimmy Savile said all the time. LAPD announces the death of an officer on the, or a TV host on the job. Uh, you know the bit when he's doing like the fake announcer voice, yeah, or a fake newscaster voice, saying like what the news would say if he died or something. Yeah. So what's gonna happen if Mister Rogers, you know, flips on him? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I gotta rewatch Training Day. Like I, I kind of outlined the nuts and bolts of a bit and just kind of gave up on it partway through. You got to rewatch Mr. Rogers? Oh, Training Day. Mm-hmm. It's a I lot of episodes of Mr. Rogers to rewatch. That's huh. not, I don't think it's worth your time. Uh, no, let's watch that documentary again. Katie's favorite documentary. I've uh, it, recently it's pretty outlined good. all of Katie's favorite movies for her. Yeah. Number five is Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Number four is Hot Rod. Okay. Number three is Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And number one and number two is kind of up in the air between <laughs> Up and Spirited Away. Won't you be my neighbor's not on there? It's somewhere in the list. You know, I haven't seen Up or... Oh, I've seen Spirited Away, actually. That's a lie. I haven't seen Up. What about uh, Down? Do down like with a, the... Um, do a parody. Um, yeah, he's trying to go underground. Yeah. And it's like a guy reverse aging. It's one well, of those. my wife was a bitch, so I know she's in hell. Let's <laughs> get down there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, I've actually been avoiding Twitter the past few days. Because of the queen? Per- no, I was just doing... Because I, I have one more observation I made about the queen. I was doing too much Twitter before that. What's up? All these people who are like... Cause I got... Okay, We'll get to your thing about Twitter in a second. That's yeah, fine. I saw there's this guy on Twitter I follow. You know, I saw a lot of people tweeting like uh who was it? Keemstar had a funny tweet. This is just my Twitter roundup real quick. This is who you follow on Twitter, you follow Keemstar, you follow uh Glenn Greenwald. Well, first I'm going to go to Rick Worley. Follow Brenda K. Sanders. Are you familiar with Rick Worley? 
Hey, do we have a Brandon K. Sanders update? Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a minute. All right, cool. Um, Rick Worley, no. So Rick Worley, uh, he goes on tears. He does like videos about, I don't know, people that everyone hates. But he's like, and let me explain to you why you're being ridiculous. Um, he did one extremely long video about a certain man. Um, being all right. And not alt right. To be, to be clear, I said a okay. He's a cool guy. Okay. Hear you loud and clear. Every time I say all right, I'm worried people are gonna say alt right. You're worried every time you do the okay sign. People are gonna think I'm one of those, one of those freaks. That's not me. It's not my style. Um. That's uh. That's so not me. Mm-hmm. Not your best, my guy. You sound like you're joking now. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I do worry about that. When I say all right, mm-hmm. it sounds so close. Um. Anyway, this guy, he made a video about a certain filmmaker being uh, misunderstood. Like, Woody Allen. Yeah. Um. And uh, so I was like, all right, I'll check this guy out. But then it turns out all his other opinions are just fucking ass. Like, he's like, seriously, show me the one time that J.K. Rowling said anything transphobic. I'll wait. That's like all his shit all the time. He's like an adult baby. He's for just JK permanently yeah. waiting because no one cares to engage with him. But he made what was this? He had one about the queen. He tweets about. He's still tweeting about Pride Month. It's fucking September. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah, but he's like he himself is gay, and he's one of those gay guys. Who's like I'm so sick of Pride. Mm, and it's right. like kind of a self-loathing gay maybe yeah and it's like but okay you're sick of it but it's fucking september that was three months ago dude yeah uh where's okay i'm just gonna search tweets he just keeps yeah he uh keeps accidentally seeing that it's gonna be may meme <laughs> and thinking like all right pride month right around the corner so he had this tweet. However you feel about the queen or the British monarchy, maybe making cheap jokes about somebody immediately after she dies doesn't make you look as clever as you think it does. That's a good one. And it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, or you love the queen? Is that what this is about? And then I, Keemstar had a funny one. Bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Bro. Shut the fuck up. Bro, I love the queen. Why did he tweet about Bro, that? leave the queen al- Bro, leave Freddie Mercury the alone. Was a, he tweeted the queen was a good woman twice. <laughs> Bro, leave Josh Homme alone. Leave Nick Oliveri alone. He's, he, he's talking about Hassan Piker, the queen... This guy looks like dog shit. He's just... The disrespect to the queen, the queen's death is very saddening. This new generation of humans are absolutely pathetic. Mm. Like... All these babies making tweets about the queen. Yeah. Um, All these five-year-olds. Yeah, all these two-year-olds. Yeah. It's like, uh... I don't know, like... The queen was 96 years old. She probably only really knew, like, five people... Yeah, no, she, uh... She might be real. Um, I mean, think about this. Uh-huh. When Mitt Romney was running for president in 2012, think about how long ago that felt. Now, <clears throat> she was 86. Yeah. So she was already at the age where, you know, most old people we know. Mm-hmm. They're getting to the point where, like, if they want to go for a walk, you got to go with them because <laughs> they could get hurt. And it was like that for 10 years. Or if they die, it's, like, not that surprising because... Right. You know. Yeah, they're it's 86 been any years day old. now for 10 years. Yeah. And think about this. She's so old. Think of all of the television shows that have come and gone in her lifetime. Every single one. Mm-hmm. She's been around for all the shows. She was around to see probably, you know, Charlie Chaplin releasing new movies. Yeah. 
She, she was, was old enough to have a formed opinion about World War Two. Yeah. She was basically uh, around long enough to have like, a, if she if they wanted a character based on her in Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah, she would have been like what in her thirties in the timeline of Mad Men, forties. Mm-hmm. She's old enough to have watched Sopranos men like I remember. I'm, I, I'm right there with in you, like Tony. Seventies. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's really great That's 50 years ago yeah she uh she's at a point now where there's no genetic difference between her and a gargoyle <laughs> and a pilot physiologically she's exactly the same <laughs> she's uh she saw the beginning and end of gargoyles the 1990s cartoon she's that old she looks like if a vampire um was out during the daytime and managed to escape just in time to avoid completely turning to dust. Yeah. Yeah. She's seen every single Dracula movie. I mean, who knows if she's seen them all, but she's she's been around. She's been around. She's heard say. Oh, I heard that was a good one. But I'm not allowed to go see Dracula AD 1972 because <laughs> Papa won't let me. Says it's not very queenly. I think uh You seen that one? Dracula eighty nineteen seventy two? Uh, no, no. It's on my watch list. No, I mean I think she's proof that uh if vampires were real, she would have been one by now. And but she died. So. I love that picture. Someone made it one of remember the White Boy Summer thing? Yeah. Someone made like a RIP Prince Philip, you would have loved White Boy Summer. And it's a picture <laughs> of him with like the the Oakley's photoshopped on his face. That's pretty good. The white claws in heaven are free. All right, so... Uh, yeah, okay, I think we dwelled on the queen for too long. Got all the meat off of that bone. Yeah. But uh, Twitter, on a, on, a, on a greater topic, how, how has Twitter been treating you? I think it's been making me, like... Uh, I've been struggling... I meant... Uh, what am I trying to say? You've been, you've been becoming unhinged. I've been Gen becoming... Generation Z style. Yes. Um, you could say something like that. So I haven't been going on Twitter the past few days. You've recently been collecting your nail clippings. Yeah. In a bag. And then when you get stressed out, you stick your whole hand in it. Mm-hmm. And feel the nails, like, clipping your hand. I've been spending hours That's a day... That's something that the kids do, right? To, oh, I don't know. They collect... Uh, I just eat my fingernails. I don't know. What's the they point of collecting them? Rainwater in a jar, and then leave it in this. And then they the wash moon, their face with it in the moonlight. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so I don't know what's going on on Twitter the past few days. I mean, a lot of stuff about the. Well, actually, I think that was one day. I think they're off. Off. On they've that. moved on to a different topic. Queen. Queen once, is old news. Once uh, the Smiths got in the equation. I did remember waking up on the day the Queen died, looking at Twitter and people being. Like making tweets about the queen dying, I'm like, did she die? And then I looked it up, and it's like she's in the hospital. She's in hospital. I'm like, oh, but she is gonna fucking die. I love when they say in hospital. In hospital. <laughs> uh, Going to university. Now, what did the what happened to what was was Morrissey? What was well, you know, from? just because of the Smith song, Queen, queen is, is dead. dead. Yeah, I saw some golden tweets. Let me read. The, I saw one that was very funny. So you know about the. What's your feeling on when people have, like, pit crew profile pictures? You know what that is? No. It's like they're kind of shitty anime drawing of yourself. Hmm. You've certainly seen them. Probably. Why is it called pit crew? Uh, why? Oh, shit. Did it not save? I've never... I'm not sure what you mean by pit crew. Like, uh, is it like an NFT thing? Um, no, it's not. It's got it's the same energy for sure. Um, I mean, I do end up here. It is like okay. stuff like this. Okay. It's the same energy as an NFT pit profile. crew. What is pit crew though? It's just a website you go to, and then you like have it drawn yourself okay anyway this user had a, a, a something like 
here, check this out. Just a reminder that if you plan to steam the Queen is Dead by the Smiths over the next few days, Morrissey is a fascist and does not deserve your money, even the pennies that would that he would get from Spotify. Pirate it if you if you must, and go stream some Johnny Marr solo stuff instead. <laughs> Which, yeah, oh, wow, the Queen is dead. I'm gonna go listen to Johnny Marr's songs that aren't about the Queen being dead. All of, all of Johnny Marr's incredible solo work. <laughs> I hate when people like do scoldy tweets like that and they're like go do this instead and it's like how about you fuck off and don't tell me how to live my life <laughs> Johnny Mars incredible studio albums like call the comet yeah <laughs> playland and then there's a thread if you like the Smiths but would like to listen to something similar but even better might I encourage you to check out micro Disney not only were they brilliant melodic indie rock they were label mates of the Smiths with plenty of wit and rage in their lyrics. Also, unlike Morrissey, their vocalist, Cathal Coughlin, R.I.P., could actually sing. What the fuck are you talking about? That's a made-up name. I'm looking at this band right now. Micro Disney? I hate when people do shit like that. And, uh, first of all, Morrissey can't sing. Second of all, I hate when people do that shit and it's like, by the way, I have much cooler, like, more niche taste in music. Let me show you. They have an album called We Hate You South African Bastards. Micro Disney? Yeah. Wow, what a racist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there was a really funny like someone took a like a did a quote did a really funny uh like quote tweet of this and it's like you're the, the they captioned it you're 40. And you look <laughs> at her profile she is 38 years old <laughs> tweeting like this. Yeah, I I hate that line of thinking that's like Oh, well, this thing is ethically compromised now, so listen... A is ethically compromised, so listen to B instead, because they're kind of the same thing, but, you know, they're not bad people. Yeah, um, you know, Lucky Charms, you know, sometimes uh, dolphins get stuck in the cereal, so why don't you eat the store brand Lucky Charms? That's what it feels like when your parents <laughs> tell you to buy store brand shit instead, because we can't afford the name brand. Like, I'm not going to fucking listen to your... the Smoths, okay? <laughs> Get Smith- the fuck out of my face. The bay. smithereens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't look like Morrissey has spoken on the Queen dying. Also, I don't know. We've really been kind of falling into a Queen hole here. Although I feel like Morrissey's kind of said all he has to say about the Queen, so. Yeah. And how is the, how is Morrissey fascist? I, I don't I don't know. He's not a politician. Yeah. He's not a musician. He's not like a. He's not a musician. Political right. commentator. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he's a. He's just you know. Yeah. He's, why did I say he's not a musician? <laughs> he. Uh, whatever. I don't need to defend. <sighs> yeah, David left me by myself here. Well, this is a good time as any to pivot into rock news. I think. Yeah. Wait, did you have more stuff to say about Twitter? You did, you had to, you said want to say something about Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King had a fire ass tweet this and weekend. A Brenda K. Sanders update if we have one. The Ukrainians are kicking some ass today. Slavo Ukraine. It's like Oh, and then he had some good replies. Thank you, and then something in Russian. And then another person Well, they're probably Ukrainian. But, uh, you know, that, that kind of Russian style of writing. Uh, thank you. P.S. I am still can't grok how crazy and wonderful times are. At least I can do what many my ancestors have never think is possible. Write something to person who wrote many books I like. Nice. I love that. <laughs> what did you say, grok? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, is, what, what is he trying to say? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think this, uh, this guy's probably, like, grip on... English isn't very strong. Write something to person who wrote many books I like. Grok. Grok. <laughs> um, cool. Sounds like another heater from Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you find that? Uh, I, I, someone else had a tweet that was like, a lot of people being annoying about Morrissey today. Yeah. 
Go ahead and find 100 racist things Morrissey's done. You can't do it. <laughs> uh, all right, so... I like people getting mad. It's like Morrissey hasn't even made like a public comment about this, so people are just getting mad about... The idea of just someone idea. listening to the Smiths. <laughs> Something someone might have been doing the day before, the day before before, but... The fact that they're thinking about people listening to the Smiths drives them fucking insane. I did see that clip of Robert Smith going around where he said the Queen was going to die on September 7th. Who said that? Robert Smith. That rocks. It was... Like, he didn't seem to... like I don't know. The inter- the interview he was in kind of petered out, it seemed like, and the, the guy was like, oh, it's, anything else to say? He's like, I've, I don't know. Uh, the... The queen is going to die September 7th, and then I'll be the king. So, I don't know what year that was from. It seemed like it was maybe a decade ago, at least. Robert Smith looks haggard. He does, but I kind of respect it. Yeah? I think he looks haggard in the same way that Morrissey does, where it's like, they kind of, they they got they have a swag about them. To, to still be doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I like Robert Smith. I love The Cure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he realizes he looks kind of weird, but that was always the point, right? Yeah. He looked a lot cooler back in the day, though. Did uh, did our girl, our former district court judge, tweet anything uh, interesting? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. I keep forgetting. What's her name again? Brenda K. Sanders. I do follow her. Uh, Thank you to, to Brian, my brother, once again for tipping us off. Also, he seemed like he was pretty happy with or the amount of coverage we gave. One hour it. ago, my legs are being attacked. Okay. XS drawn over Starbucks. X is drawn over Starbucks. Supernaturally, I see someone eyeing the Michigan train station. Oh. <laughs> Supernaturally. Hmm. Uh, I am under attack again tonight. I am sick of it. Getting struck in the back tonight with directed energy. It's not safe. They are tampering with my vehicle. <clears throat> I pray not nothing go that nothing goes wrong with the shocks on my truck. This guy continues to sit right in front of me. It was the tires a couple days ago. A truck sitting in front of me showing its shocks. <laughs> and then a very blurry photo. Okay. Hmm. Showing its shocks. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Yeah, there, did I tell you about the tweet she deleted about Cory Booker? No. I don't remember if I talked about that last time. Something about how she thought Cory Booker was an assassin. Coming to get her? Mm, not her. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Uh, I mean, it's it's not there anymore, so... He's trying to assassinate Rosario Dawson. You, you, all, you all will just have to take my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the following tweet was simply Cory Booker with an exclamation point <laughs> at the end. Cory! But, uh, oh. It's she, just like less and less. Yeah. Cory! Cor! Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. <clears throat> I was thinking, I don't. Did we talk? Did I explain this last time that, like. You know, Cory's kind of a cool. It's a pretty cool name. Cory? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um. I don't get why anyone's named Cody, but if you want to do Cody as a name, if you really must, I'll just swap that D out for an R. Mm-hmm. You got Corey. Yeah, go from Democrat to Republican on that one. Actually, would that would that look right, C-O-R-Y? I don't, maybe not. No, I think it would be fine. Yeah. Maybe you could uh, go by Corky at some point. Kari is a cool name, too. That's even better. I like Kari, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's swerve on into rock news here. Um, so I already talked about Prince's bodyguard dying. This is uh, this one kind of maybe resolves something that the internet was wondering about, which was when Tommy Lee. Well, you know, po- Queen's well, the Queen's bodyguard died too. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people know she's kind of like Krang from TMNT, <laughs> and that body was just like a, kind of a shell. 
Anyway, sorry. Oh, it's all right. Uh, let's see if Tommy Lee's dick pic is still up here. This in rock news. Because a while ago, rock news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, he posted just his. Oh, it's still here. Just his full uh full on penis on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see this? <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I mean that's old news. He, he, it, it is old news. Everyone's seen his dick already. I mean like older people anyway remember that but i think it was probably a publicity stunt to get eyes on him because he is announced uh he has joined only fans mm. yeah he's hey look at this you want to see more of it yeah it's a gateway drug for people yeah well yeah the image they have on uh ultimateclassicrock.com is of him mooning the camera and he has only on one ass cheek and fans on the other cheek What's he going to do on OnlyFans? I imagine what everyone else does. Jack off? Yeah, maybe. Huh. What else we got? Why Dave Mustaine abandoned Serial Killer song? Man, Ultimate Classic Rock loves talking about Dave Mustaine. I mean, he's a pretty cool guy. I understand why. There isn't, I believe, there is a new Megadeth record out. You know, Dave Mustaine used to be like a big sneakerhead. No. Look up like '80s, '90s pictures. He's always wearing Jordans. Huh? That's not even a joke. Let me get some. I don't remember what I was originally gonna look up, but let me get some Dave Mustaine pics going. This is just for me and you. This is a good one. Queen Elizabeth II dies. Rockers react. <laughs> let's see what we got. Eh, oh yeah, I, did, I saw. Let's see. Rolling Stones were like. Look at my man. R.I.P. Nice. Uh, Mick Jagger was posting about it. Elton John. Ozzy Osbourne, that's kind of a pussy move. Wow. It must have been a requirement to be Megadeth. You wear Jordans. <laughs> you wear Jordans and the tightest, like the most spray-on jeans of all time. Yeah, you predate the uh, mid-2000s skater, <laughs> like it, giant shoe, tiny ankles look. I don't know, I think they looked cooler back then doing this. Ozzy Osbourne posting about the Queen. Geezer Butler posting about the Queen. What are they saying about the about Duck Queen? That they're sad. They're saying R.I.P. Ozzy said R.I.P.? Yeah. Come on, Ozzy. She's a war pig. <laughs> you know. You know, she's a politician hiding her tail away. With a heavy heart, I say it is devastating the thought of England without He's Queen got the Elizabeth II. He's got Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Elton John. Duran Duran. Elton John saying, don't worry, the bitch will be back. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Is it? 18 and a life and counting. Yeah. Original voice of Skid Row. Can't help but think of Dad's painting on this day. Hope the painting is still in good condition. Rip, Queen, hashtag Queen Elizabeth, a leader who brought the whole world together. Uh, How so? I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't understand what... How did she bring the world together? But what what's this deal with... He just posted a shitty picture of a painting of Queen Elizabeth. Maybe his dad had a portrait of her for no good reason. Either way, dads have this, like, shit, because it's like, all right, it's cool. Who's Vernon Reed? Yeah, why did his dad have a I don't a know who this queen? guy is. Imagine if your dad had a painting of the queen. <laughs> David, Co- I don't. Okay, this it's getting to the point where I don't know who these people are. Oh, there's Def Leppard posting about it. Well, Def, Re- Def Leppard. So even now they're getting to the Commonwealth because he's Australian. Brian Adams, right? They're Australian. Are they? Pretty sure Def Leppard's Australian. Yeah. Look right. up Liam Neeson's comments about it. Oh no, Def Leppard is. Uh, they're from Sheffield. They're English. Okay, I thought they were Australian. Liam, Liam Neeson damn near damn near pissed his pants. <laughs> He'd already pissed his pants. Well, he's Irish, so maybe he was... Uh... He's not... Uh, I can't tell if uh, Liam Neeson has spoken on this, but I can't imagine he has any negative feelings about the Queen dying. You don't think so? Or any? That's not what I meant. Any sad feelings? Yeah. No yeah. love loss? <laughs> Oh, here's an editorial from Ultimate Classic Rock. Why Roger Daltrey must retire, even if it's after this tour. Oh, wait, no, this is this is them. 
This is one of those piece of shit articles that just takes an interview from another website and just writes about it for some reason. Oh, that's ass. I think all of those guys should retire. Mm-hmm. Enough. Yeah, we're good. We've heard enough. Could you imagine hearing the Who say my, sing in my generation in 2022? <laughs> and uh, the generation they were singing about, like, having heart attacks trying to dance <laughs> to the song? <laughs> yeah, that song gets funnier every every time they play it, probably. Um, Oh, okay. This is... I think I, we brought this up before, so I may as well put a button on this. The Nirvana Nevermind lawsuit dismissed for final time. The one about the, one with the 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 baby, the the IRL baby. Yeah, uh, that guy sucks. Yeah, not great. No. He also killed five people. <laughs> Did he? Hmm. He was drunk driving in the uh, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, he killed five people: uh, Kurt Cobain, Prince, Elvis. Yeah. Who else? Well, like I said, he was drunk driving in 1997 when he was five, yeah. and uh, he ran over a, a family of five. Oh, no. Who were hanging out. They weren't even in the street. They were on their front lawn having a barbecue, and he just ran them down. That's terrible. And then when the cops got to the scene, he's like, young man, did you do this? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just a baby. <laughs> and they're like, all right, fellow, we're going to take you home. <laughs> And, the, you know, he got just, away. Just don't do this again. He avoided the electric chair. We're going to cover for you. We'll tell your mom that, um, you know, you just you had a little too much from the sippy cup. Mm-hmm. Got a little nuts. He came out and said, did I do that? <laughs> What's up with this? Why Dave Mustaine abandoned serial killer song? Yeah, let's, you buried the lead on this. Yeah. Let's get to it. Uh, Night Stalkers. Do you know this one? Mm, what album is it off of? You know, I don't know. Oh, it's on their new album. Never mind. Features Ice-T. Good friends of Dave Mustaine. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's why Ice-T came in the studio and was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me you got a song about a serial killer? <laughs> Okay, here we go. You going downtown? That's ten to life. This is a qu- so Dave Mustaine was going to write about the Boston Strangler. He said Night Stalkers actually started out as a song about the Midnight Rambler and Night Stalker. Midnight, it's not a song. Midnight Rambler. Yeah, that's not that's a yeah that's a Rolling Stones song. I hitchhiked a lot when I was a kid, and going up the Pacific Coast Highway could be scary stuff when they had the Hillside Strangler out there. I thought it could be cool to have a song about that period and how sketchy it could be for young people who were hitchhiking up and down the freeway, he added. But when I started looking into the Night Stalker, the crimes that he had committed were so heinous that I couldn't write about them. There was no reason to give that guy any further attention, so I abandoned the idea. That wasn't the end of the song, though. While after that, a friend of mine was telling me about this helicopter division that's based in Kentucky, right above where he lives in Franklin. When I found out about this special ops division of helicopter pilots who go in under the cover of darkness to carry out their missions, whether that's rescuing people or clearing out the bad guys, it was perfect. Ice-T is on the song, too. I've known Ice for forever, since back in the Rust and Peace days. We've been friends for a little while. He says Ice-T's previous service meant he was perfect for this song, or previous service in the military. I didn't know Ice-T served in the military. Another memory helped form the song Sacrifice, which addresses black magic. It's about the stuff that I horsed around. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, black girl magic. It's about the stuff that I horsed around with when I was a kid. Putting spells on people, or at least thinking that that's what I was doing. Watching things change, hanging out with people who were gullible, and who believed in the power of that black magic. Whether you think that it's real or not, a lot of the power of that stuff is to do with the person who's looking it up. If you put enough into something, there's a power in the mind to make you believe that it's real. Power. Is it power in the mind? Makes you believe in, in ghosts and shit? I don't know. Or is it the opposite? 
we, we I think we've talked uh, we've talked about our feelings about the supernatural. We have. At the risk of getting any more hyped up about it. Let me see if there's any good bits from this uh, Nevermind lawsuit thing. So yeah, this is the fourth time he's filed to to do this. Hmm. But he was once again rejected. Judge said the case was subject to a 10-year statute of limitations. Yada, yada, yada. A legal rep for Nirvana said, We are pleased that this meritless case has been brought to a speedy final conclusion. Yeah. I don't know. To be honest, uh, not even that great of a cover. Yeah, you know, I think I, I remember the original idea, the original name for the album and the original cover were completely different. The original name was... Sheep. Somebody sucked that baby's dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was originally called Sheep and it was supposed to be like a picture of a trailer park that Kurt Cobain had. Um, mm, that's, uh, that's equally obnoxious bad. to me. <laughs> a little bit. But someone was saying, like, could you imagine? It probably wouldn't have sold as much. You know, it probably wouldn't have been nearly as iconic. And it's like, I mean, first of all, the reason the album sold so well was off the success for the Smells Like Teen Spirit music video. It's true. It had nothing to do with the naked baby on the album cover. And think about what you're saying. Like, the album sold because in 1991, the highest demographic in America was pedophiles. Who <laughs> like looking at naked babies. <laughs> They're like, well, fuck, I'm going to check this band out. They're... They're, you know, they're speaking my fucking language. <laughs> they're making me feel seen. Yeah. That's what these people were saying. That's the idea. It wouldn't have sold as much if it wasn't if there wasn't a baby cock on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't like uh, I don't like those two words together. No, I don't either. But this guy <laughs> loves them. They're like peanut butter. That's like peanut butter and jelly <laughs> to this guy. Yeah. Speaking of. All right, let's pivot from rock news to uh, maybe some personal rock news. We we went and saw Boris on Wednesday, Japanese metal band. David, you had something to say about that? Yeah, I like the idea that people on the staff, if there was anyone on the staff who wasn't familiar with Boris, is watching like a bunch of American people go nuts for a band, largely singing in Japanese, thinking like these motherfuckers don't even know what these guys are saying. <laughs> I don't. I I was looking it up and I couldn't find any song of theirs that is in Japanese lyrically. Yeah, not a, not that I'm saying there aren't any. This is the mask I'm just gonna do. <laughs> David's uh injecting CBD right now. That's masculine. Oh, you, you're looking like Dan Quinn the way you're <laughs> holding your chin like that, letting it sit under your tongue. <clears throat> Uh, Damn. <laughs> this is the shiznit. I love Dan Quinn. <laughs> and uh, he loves us. I was just thinking earlier the other day, imagine a world where, maybe I've said this before, where Dan Quinn has the popularity of Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's just making four-hour videos in his car. <laughs> uh, What a world we could live in. Yeah. Um... I can't think of anything funny to say about Boris, though. It was just a, it was a good show. It was very loud. It was extremely loud. Aren't you glad I made you wear earplugs? Yeah. I felt like kind of a bitch doing it. And uh, I could tell you were ready to rip that shit out of your ear. You're like, this isn't, I don't need this shit. Dan's a jerk. No, not really. I just felt like they were constantly falling out. Yeah. Do you well, ever I, feel that way? I don't know if you were putting them in right, though. Maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, good show. What Is there else? anything funny to say about it? Nothing funny. What, about, yeah. Nothing funny about metal. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I could not tell what he was saying when he was saying that. At one point, the singer was saying "fuck yeah," but it definitely sounded like he was saying "what yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Cool guy. 
I did not know until after once we got home that that band's been around since 1992. I I learned that during the show because he's like, 30 years. I was like, what? Boris is around for 30 freaking years? <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. I was, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was thunderstruck. <laughs> They're one of those weird bands that like uh, somehow has a lot of crossover appeal in America. I don't really know. How or why? Yeah, I thought they were like I always. I didn't hear about them really until Needle Drop got big. Yeah, right. But I mean, uh, early two thousands, they got kind of big. I think. Hmm. The, that album Akumano Uta, which is like the Nick Drake cover, and then Pink was really big because uh, I don't know, critically acclaimed people liked it a lot. But they've had at least thirty albums in thirty years. They they like collaborate with people a lot too. Yeah, maybe it helps get their name out there. I don't know. They're named after a Melvin song, right? Are they? Could be. Yeah, it's because they have a song called Boris. Oh, do they? It rocks. Okay, where did the where the hell did your cat come from? I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> he might be he might be tearing up the the underneath of this couch. I need a new couch. <laughs> oh, you just got this one. No, I didn't. I've what? had this couch since 2018. That's four years though. Yeah, and, it, and it's a nice big couch. It's a nice big couch, but it <coughs> tore up, it's stained. Some of the underneath these couch, these have to stay flipped like this. <laughs> There's a big old tomato sauce stain on one of these cushions. <laughs> oh no! I hate that. Thank God it's a red couch. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, we can probably wrap this up. Are we? We've done an hour. Uh, almost. We we're 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 laying in the plane now. Is what I'm Where saying. are we at now? Fifty one minutes. Let's go nine more minutes. Yeah. Oh well, that's what I'm saying. We're laying in the we're we're cruising toward a smooth landing. All right. You watch any movies recently? So what? You want to get lunch or something? We could. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Though. Movies. Yeah, I watch movies. What do you watch? I watched Son-in-Law, starring Pauly Shore. Oh, yeah, I know about that one. How was it? It sucked. Oh, yeah, I bet. It's a Pauly Shore movie. What do you think? I liked Biodome as a kid. <laughs> I, I do kind of like Encino Man, but uh, he's not in the movie that much. This movie, he's like the main character, and I got so sick of him. Hey, Going always to the phone. Right, I can't really do a Polly Shore. Just talks kind of like this all the time. And it's a like, me, Polly Shore, <laughs> the weasel. Or I can't really do it. <laughs> he kind of does like an Italian accent, but without the little extra spice on it, you know. Yeah. My mom owns a uh, comedy club. Name of comedy store. And uh, that's. Stora. Yeah, I'm uh, engaged. I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, the heir to the comedy Stora. I uh, my name is Crawl. His name is Crawl in that movie. It's his nickname. He's, you know, I don't want to talk about Polly Shore anymore. For her. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about that movie. He, he does get drugged at one point in that movie. <laughs> he was doing that. <laughs> he was putting bottle caps on his eyes. I watched Collateral yesterday. <laughs> He's looking like you're looking like Bato from Ghost in the Shell. You ever seen uh? Coll- you haven't seen Collateral? No. There's a really, but not, it's not funny. But like, there's a part <laughs> where uh, you know the movie's about. No. Uh. Jamie Fox <laughs> plays a taxi driver in it. Um. And he ends up picking up Tom Cruise, who mm. offers to pay him six hundred dollars to keep driving him around for the night. Okay. So after they, def- he's like, "I gotta make six stops, so six hundred bucks. How's that sound to you?" Kind of deal. And uh, Jimmy Fox agrees. After the first trip, it becomes apparent when a body falls. He goes into he's like, "Just wait right here." A body falls out onto the taxi, and Jimmy Fox finds out that Tom Cruise is a, a hitman making hits all night. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get to a point where he's like. Well, you good at math? We're ahead of schedule. You like jazz? And then uh, Jamie Fox is like, uh, no, not really. 
Well, I'm gonna buy you a drink at the jazz club. <laughs> they go to this jazz club because Tom Cruise loves jazz, and they're watching this <laughs> trumpet player. And he stops one of the waiters, like, "Who is that man?" He's like, "That's Daniel, baby. He's the owner. Invite him over to my table after this. I want to buy him a drink." <laughs> I just like the idea that he's buying the owner of the club a drink. Yeah. At the club he owns. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, I'd get the shit for free. <laughs> yeah. Or I like the idea. I mean, no, I won't spoil it because I do want you to watch this movie. I like the idea of Tom Cruise asking Jamie Foxx who likes jazz. He's like, no, not really. He's like, me neither. I just get, like to get wasted at this one jazz club. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit, but they have cheap booze, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have Mohawk on tap. The, the vodka. You know what? I realized he's kind of sounds a bit like uh, Sylvester Stallone, but if Sylvester Stallone didn't have a speech impediment, I see. What do you think? That sounds about right. Yeah, about right. But also, I think he's. I think is he Jewish? I mean, his mom's name is Mitzi, so that sounds that sounds so. like a Jewish name, no? Oh, sure. I mean, Martin she short. Her Martin voice Shore. is horrible. Or too. is it Martin Short? It's Martin Short. Oh. But anyway, I watched that piece of shit movie, and then I watched... Uh, uh, we're going to say he's not. We're not going to... Listen. I'm put, I'm, listen a, Dan. I'm putting the parentheses around his name. <laughs> no, listen, Dan. Jewish people get blamed for a lot. Let's not put this one at them, okay? <laughs> They've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need Polish. <laughs> yeah, they don't need Polish. They have it hard enough as it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just going to Pauly Shore's Wikipedia page, search control F Jew. Yep, he's Jewish. Well, we'll say he's Gentile, just so it's the ease. Oh, he went to Beverly Hills High School. Do you think he went to school with Ariel Pink? Oh, you think they're, they, they would be friends. Yeah, uh, you, they um, would be boys. How old is Ariel Pink, though? I think Pauly Shore might be a bit older than him. Ariel Pink is almost 40. He might actually be. He 40. is forty-four. Oh, okay, he's ten years younger than Pauly Shore. They they had, had no crossover whatsoever. Damn, Pauly Shore is old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at that Fox News uh, <laughs> Ariel Pink screenshot. Of Ariel Pink. <laughs> it's very. He looks good. so wimpy. <laughs> he looks deflated. <laughs> he looks like a wet dog. Yeah. <laughs> A dog that got left out in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I watched a kind of a funny movie called Wanderlust. Do you know this one? I've heard of it. It's a David Wayne production. It's kind of like he's not all in on a. It's not like Wild Hot American Summer, where it's just all crazy, all, all wackiness. But mm-hmm. um, it's kind of strikes like a sort of a balance between sincere and wacky. I love that there's a character named Cooperberg in uh, What Hot American Summer. Yeah. Uh, Michael Showalter does make a quick cameo in this one as himself, actually. Which is kind of silly. It's kind of like him, Michael Ian Black, and David Wayne doing the Stella thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. Funny movie. Decently funny. There's like Joe Latruglio plays a nudist who it's like uh Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston are stop are on their way somewhere and they stop in at a bed and breakfast mm-hmm. which turns out to be like a hippie commune. Um run by like Justin Thoreau and Alan Alda. But anyway, Joe Latruglio is the first person they see. It's like dark. Uh he just shows up in the headlights and he's totally nude drinking glass of wine. Just in the middle of the forest, he's like, oh, hey, guys, you looking for the bed and breakfast? It's right up there around the road. And uh, they're like, let's, they start backing up, and he's just like running towards. He's like, hey, guys, wait, hold on. <laughs> so it's just like headlights lit, like naked guy penis flopping around running at them. <laughs> and they're just like backing up faster and faster, and they flip their car on accident. And he's like, hey, guys, come on. It's okay. You know what? I think of that crew, that comedy crew, I think Ken Marino is the funniest. He is really funny. Yeah, he's in this movie too. He he co-wrote it actually, but he uh I love that that scene in uh Eastbound and Down where he's at the AIDS benefit. Yeah. And he's like you know when I it just makes me think, you know, it's like I'm a batter at the batting mountain. Out in that outfield's a man with AIDS saying, 
I'm gonna get my AIDS. I'm gonna get it in you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that sounds like him. He has a good bit in this one where um Paul Rudd steals his car and it's a wide shot of him like running down the street, like into the like the car's driving away, like out of the subdivision he lives in, and he's like sprinting as fast as he can after the car. And like the car is long gone, but it holds on him for like another ten seconds, just like breathing heavy, like <sighs> like running as fast as possible as if he's actually gonna catch up to the car. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I yeah, really want to rewatch. It's on Hulu, if you were wondering. Oh, it is. Yeah. Hmm. It starts off. It's kind of like I don't know. Like a lot of David Wayne movies, to me, start off kind of like they don't have their footing yet but usually it'll hit a certain joke and then it's kind of like smooth sailing from there and out. it's like okay the humor is clicked now I get what he's doing everything works now up until then it's a little shaky though I find that that was the case for this one I think it's that case for White Hot American Summer too like until Coop starts saying the thing about Limburger cheese or whatever I feel like... The what does he say about Lindbergh? It's been a long time since I've watched that movie. Um, I don't remember, to be honest. Or it's around the time when uh, Janine Garofalo Beth um, goes to see David Hyde Pierce. I think the... I said no. I said no. Yeah. I think that line's like where it clicks for me, usually. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is goofy. But uh, and the I don't I've I've seen most of his movies I guess um, because I've also seen Feudal and Stupid Gesture which was pretty good. Uh, Role Models is one he did. Oh, I've, I've seen that. I've never seen. Him and Ken Marino wrote that. Um, also with I think Michael Showalter. But I think that movie has five writers. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Hey, was it good? Did you like it? Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Um. There's a funny line in there. Cause uh, one of the plot points is you know what the movie's about. No. Paul Rudd and uh, who played Stifler in American Pie? Uh, Paul William Scott. Yeah, Paul William Scott. They play like uh, they're like motivational. They're like salespeople for energy drinks, and they're just doing this. So much, and uh, Paul Rudd is like completely miserable with it. Okay. And he ends up getting into like, I think he he gets like drunk one day and like flips the car, mm-hmm. the like company car. So like for community service, him and Paul, uh, the other guy, <laughs> uh, they gotta they gotta take on like uh, neglected kids, like oh, be okay. role models for neglected kids or like kids whose parents are too busy for them. Oh, okay. Um. And uh. The other guy, his kid, his mom's just out of, is just like busy, like works two jobs. She's like a single parent. Yeah. And uh, uh, they uh, he's like really into like video games and stuff like that. And he like, other guy, he's a big Kiss fan. Um, so he takes him back to his apartment to show him Kiss stuff, and he's like, "Whoa, what, what, what are these guys? These guys look like clowns." And they're like, "Uh." Yeah, well, you know, they had to wear makeup back then because, like, hey, let me show you the song. He puts on Love Guns. Like, see, he's singing about his cock. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you see, they wear the face makeup because they're Jewish. Back then, Jewish guys weren't allowed to sing about this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I just remembered another good line from Wanderlust that reminded me of uh, Keegan Michael Key. Well, he's in it for a minute. Um, but Jordan Peele is like has a bigger part in it. Yeah. And he is like having a baby with uh Lauren Ambrose. You know who that is? Redhead girl from uh that. Flo? Huh? Flo? Flo. Wendy's. Wendy's girl. Remember when Wendy's had the girl? <laughs> you remember that? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's her though. Not the not the cartoon girl, but the real life adult girl. Yeah. That's supposed to be Wendy, right? Probably. That'd be funny. Like a guy trying to hit on like a redhead. He's like, hey, I didn't ever tell you you look like Wendy's. Hey, Lauren Ambrose is... I didn't ever tell you that, mama. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lauren Ambrose is the same age as uh, Ariel Pink. 44. Anyway. Fucking. She's pregnant. Like, very pregnant. And they're, like, in an ayahuasca circle. And I don't remember what this has to do with anything. Something about telling the truth. And he's like, and you know me. You know, I, I, I love big titties. You know, back where I'm from, we got a saying. When the belly starts showing, the titties start growing. <laughs> and I keep thinking about that. Who says that? Jordan Peele? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, good hippie jokes, I guess. Um, in that one, rec- my, my recommendation for this week, Wanderlust. David's recommendation, any Pauly Shore, Biodome, his favorite movie. Uh, actually, it's collateral, but... The fact that that movie's like trending on Netflix, I guess a lot of people have already been watching it on there. Collateral? Yeah. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's trending I was g- on there. I was going to ask how you, top 10. how you got a hold of it. Netflix, yeah. Yeah. It's cool because like, I uh, went looking for it at a DVD, uh, DVD section. I ended up getting Miami Vice, and then I came home and Collateral's on Netflix. That rocks. Yeah. Well, bye, guys.